Musical Theater Writer Guy was written and filmed as a YouTube channel series on the traditional and unceded territory of the Muncie Lenape and Canarsie people. Each episode is also released here in podcast form. To learn how you can work with me or to join the Musical Theater Writing Collective, please find out more at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. Early on in my writing career, I used to have a really hard time figuring out how to get the story moving in the right direction and then keep it moving in that direction consistently. I'd find myself accidentally blocking my own show's planned trajectory or character's development or would realize halfway through the process I had somehow gotten off track and then I needed to scrap everything I'd been working on. This meant a lot of headaches, rewriting, restructuring, and a lot of very good material on the cutting room floor. Until I finally figured out the formula to avoid all of these potential problems. And it's the same formula that I use with all of my coaching clients as well as on all of my own shows. I call it your North Star Questions. These six question sets are built to provide you with everything that you need in order to both put and keep your show on track throughout the entirety of both the writing and development processes. Why do I call them your North Star? Because just as the North Star is essentially one fixed point in the sky that is guiding travelers, the answer answers to these six questions will become your standardized fixed point of reference as you go through the process of your show, guiding everything that you do as far as your writing, rewriting, editing, and every creative choice that you make. These questions help you to set your destination and then take you there as efficiently as possible and without the headaches and hassles and the feeling of being lost that so many writers feel throughout the process. And don't you worry, you don't have to take notes. I have a handy free PDF guide for you to download at the link in the description below. Let's dive in. Number one, what is this story about, originally and otherwise? Whether it's an adaptation, in the sense of taking pre-existing material and readapting it for the stage, or an adaptation of something less fixed, or a completely new story that just popped out of your head in an original form, you need to know what this story is about. If it is indeed an adaptation of pre-existing material, well, then you need to know what the story was originally about, as well as what your version of the story is going to be about. They might be the same, but they might not be, and that is crucial to know. And to clarify this question a little further, there is both a surface level answer to this question, as well as a deeper answer. For instance, the book of To Kill a Mockingbird could be said to be about the loss of innocence amidst the depression poverty and intensifying racism of 1936 Alabama, told through the point of view of Scout Finch's coming-of-age story. However, the play version could be said to be about the personal, legal, and social struggles of Atticus Finch, a single father who takes up a losing battle court case to defend an innocent black man in 1936 Alabama. Different answers due to the change from page to stage adaptation. And if you notice, there's that surface-level answer of the actions each protagonist is taking in their story, as well as the deeper level answer of what it is exactly that they are going to be moving through along their journeys. Number two, this question set is a multi-parter. Ask yourself, why this story being told in this way, meaning as a musical with your story frame and perspective, and why now? This why question is aimed at why the world needs this story, or to be even more specific, why a specific set of audience needs this story. What does the use of music, lyric, movement, and live performance add, uplift, or enhance? And deeper yet, 
Why does this story need to be told now? What is it about the present moment that says, yes, this story is needed at this moment in time? Number three, let's take the previous question set and go a little deeper, but through a different lens. You. What is your personal why for telling this story? To specify, why are you telling this story? Why are you the one who needs to tell this story? What are you adding or uplifting or bringing to the table? And to look a little more introspectively, what is this story about for you? Perhaps this aligns with the original story and what it was about, but perhaps it doesn't. Are we putting a new or different spin on it? Are we focusing in on one aspect or theme? In other words, in your eyes, what is this story about? There's a reason that there can be multiple successful versions and adaptations of the same pre-existing material, because every individual artist is going to come in with different answers to this set of questions. If everyone came in with the same intentions and perspectives, then we wouldn't have the great variety that we actually do in storytelling. The answers here are often very individual and quite personal, which means that they are also critical. Do the inner work to figure out what your intentions really are. Before we continue, because I know that this is a lot of information, I do just want to remind you, you do not have to take notes. That free PDF guide is in the description below. So go ahead and click on that, download it, use it to the best of your abilities. Number four, who is the target audience for this story? Perhaps you don't have a crystal clear idea yet, but more of a generalized notion, and that's totally okay. The answer to this can, and likely will, become more specific as you go throughout your writing and development process. And before you ask, no, you do not necessarily need to create what the marketing world calls an avatar. You absolutely can create one if you'd like to, but it is not necessary to conjure up an imaginary human that has a certain set of demographics and likes and habits that means that they are the target person for your show. But you can break this question down even further by asking, number one, who wants to hear this story? Number two, who needs to hear this story? Number three, are they the same? Do the people who need to hear the story likely not want to hear it? Or the people who do want to hear it, do they not necessarily need the message of this show? Number four, who needs to be given access to this story? And number five, what theatrical level are you aiming for? Broadway, off-Broadway, theater for young audiences, schools, community theater, and how does that affect the audience. All of these are important subset questions to the major question of who your target audience is. I've seen many shows lose sight of their audience as they go through the process, which can undermine the entire show in the end. So do take the time to do this work. Number five. This one is a biggie, and people do sometimes confuse this with the answer to their personal why. They might be related or they might be similar, but they should not be the same. What do you want the audience to take away with them from the experience of watching your show? AKA, what is the main message of your show and how does it affect your audience? Again, this might align with one of your answers from the first three question sets, but maybe it doesn't. You can get more specific on this by asking, what is the effect that you're aiming for? What emotional or mental state do you want your audience to leave with? And how does all of this interplay with the message of the show itself? I've seen answers to this question range from, I want the audience to walk away happier than when they walked in, with a sense of hope that life can be enjoyable. Two, I want the audience to understand the deep grief of generational trauma and hopefully begin to ponder their own. A message, an effect, 
and emotion. There might be more to this answer than just one sentence, but that's a great starting place. Number six. What are your show's major two or three themes? This one is pretty straightforward, but I see a lot of people get bogged down in just how many themes they are touching upon. Make sure that you know which themes are your major themes and which ones are your minor themes. Because let's be real, shows have a tendency to touch on a lot of themes. Knowing which ones are central to your plot and your message are going to help you create clarity and create a check-in point that you can reference as you rewrite and revise. As I said, the answers to these questions are going to be your ultimate guide as you go through the writing and development processes, so do not skip out on doing this relatively short but crucial work. But of course these questions won't even really help you out if you haven't chosen the right material to adapt in the first place, and if you want to know some mistakes to avoid, then you should watch this video next. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theatre Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theatre community.